It's time for the Greg Campy Show, presented by RJ's Pub. Let's go live to RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. Here's Coach Campy and the voice of the Golden Grizzlies, Neil Rule. Of the Greg Campy Show. We're live at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. He is a coach, Greg Campy. My name is Neil Rule. Happy to have you all with us here tonight. Camp, how you doing, my friend? Actually, I'm doing really well. Doing really well. I, I know that Saturday was a disappointment for people. It was especially a disappointment for our players and us. But I think if you really step back and look at it, uh, you know, that was one of the greatest performances I've ever seen by a basketball team in our building, uh, especially a same-level team as us. Obviously, Oklahoma State was pretty good a year ago here. We might not have been as good a team as we are this year. Um, but I just think, you know, I, I, it was a tough night after the, that because Saturday could have ended one of the greatest weeks in Oakland history. I mean, to, to uh, do what we did last week and then not finish it was I, I wasn't happy about it. But as I took the time to really reflect on it and look at it and everything, we were asking our kids to do a lot. You know, the, the emotion of Monday night and how that played out, a five-hour bus drive. Then you're playing your arch rival, a team that we talk about every day, you know, every practice. Well, there's 30 days left to Detroit, you know. And then to be emotional after that game, find a way to win. We didn't play very well in the first half. I credit Detroit more for that than us. We really were unbelievable defensively in the second half. And then if come back in three days and play a team in league play, you don't like playing league play this early. We had played eight games, and we had played very well in all eight games. You knew there was a game coming that, uh, you know, we might not have the hop in our step and things like that. And it happened to be Saturday, and the team took advantage of it. And it's one game, it's over. And I, I be honest with you, I haven't even looked at the film of it. it, it to me, it was a one-off, and we're on our way to Toledo. So I'm doing a lot better than I thought I would be after when I walked out of the arena on, on Saturday. Well, as we talked about, good to have everybody out here again at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. Remember, you can get involved in the show as well. Send us a tweet. All you got to do is put the hashtag AskCampy on the end of it, and we will read those in camp. We have a ton of AskCampy questions this week. So Yeah, we got Jack Olke coming in here, too. And we hear do. He is oh, here. He's, he's here. over oh, there right okay. now. Okay. Yep. Oh, you're, I told him I'd buy him dinner, but, and sure, he, you were probably here at 5, right? Yeah. He was, as a matter of fact. He was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he got here this man. morning. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, there's three meal, three meals on yeah. that task. That's having Jack on the show is way more important than those questions. But we'll answer every one of them. We'll answer them honestly, and I've seen a couple of them, so uh, kind of interesting some of them. So we'll we'll get to them, Neil, and we'll go for it. But going back to to uh, you know Saturday and that, uh, I, I'm really really excited about our team. We've had an unbelievable start to a season with one of the toughest schedules in the country, and it it only gets harder. I mean, we play. We play Toledo, who you know was picked second in the MAC. They, their plan of schedule is very similar to ours. They played a very difficult schedule. Um, they've had some big wins, and they've had they're coming off a couple losses uh, to some really good teams, New Mexico and teams like that. So that should be a heck of a game. Will tell us a lot about ourselves, how we bounce back from what happened Saturday, and then uh, and then we've got Eastern Michigan, which is anytime you play an in-state. MAC team, you know, obviously you recruit against them. Uh, you know, there's always talk in the recruiting world at high schools and that about 
you know, well, Eastern offered this guy, and why aren't you guys doing it? So you always want to win those games. Uh, so it's a big week for us to see how we bounce back from what I think is a very uncharacteristic game. Kemp, we, we played obviously a lot of, of big-time schedules and a lot of, you know, very, very good basketball teams throughout the year, certainly to start a season as well. But, you know, as, as you talk about this week coming up, and obviously the week came off of last week having three games in a week, it was an NBA style schedule but there's been zero break here i mean i mean every single time you gotta we gotta lay some back up we gotta fire the engines back up and it it is camp i'll tell you what there may be like power five names that catch your attention more but dollar for dollar this schedule this year camp is right up there with anyone that i've been a part of the last 12 years yeah and one of the things that i think you know as true people that follow the program if you really step back and look at it you know, I've had some great teams, and all those great teams played similar schedules to this. None of those teams have done what this team's done. And I'm not talking about the wins and losses, but the back-to-back-to-back-to-back efforts. And, like, so you, you take the Benson team. You know, we go and we beat the fifth or sixth-ranked team in the country, Tennessee. And then three days later, we got to play at Ohio State, and we get killed. You know, because they're coming off the emotion of beating the number seven team in the country or six or whatever they were. And then we go to Ohio State and we lose by 22 or 23. Then we play another power five. And I think it was a very close game. We almost won. Maybe it was Purdue. And then we go and we play another power five team and we get beat really bad. This team this year has should have, could have, could have won. Should have won at Ohio State, could have won at Illinois, wins at Xavier. Drake, to you know, Drake is a very, very good team, and people, as the season goes on, will see that they will be, unless they get injuries and things like that, they will win the Missouri Valley probably. Although Bradley, it looks like, is you know, they're getting national uh, votes right now too, but they'll be at the top of that league and they'll win game a game or two in the NCAA tournament. And you'll go, oh yeah, that he's right, that team's really good. So we keep playing teams like that. We play Loyola Marymount, who's hasn't lost since they since we beat them, and they they beat. El Paso the other night by 30 and El Paso was 7-1 and one or something like that. So we're just watching all these good teams we've played and we're going back to back to back to back and playing them. And as you said, you know, fly to the Caymans, play, come home, got Xavier, win, go to Detroit, you know. So that bad game was coming. And it's just, it's not an excuse. It's not anything. 17 of the top 25 teams lost last week. I mean, think about that. That's a week that's never happened in college basketball. Because of COVID, because of the age, because of the extra year, the game has changed. The difference between the top and the bottom has shrunk. And because of the age and, and COVID, the fifth years and all that, you're seeing these teams, you know, Purdue loses, uh, North Kentucky beats, uh, I forget Memphis or somebody by 20 and then they go home and they lose to North Carolina Wilmington I mean, it's just happening over and over again And if you watched our Xavier game you could have put Xavier's uniforms on our players and Oakland uniforms on Xavier's players and you would have not known the difference You know you wouldn't have you would not have known. Oh, yeah, you, you would have I mean, that's how close it was and That's just college basketball today. So you're gonna lose some games now I, not very often I've sat on that bench and looked up at a clock in the arena and saw Oakland down 30 points at home in a league game. I mean, maybe one other time in the 
long time I've been doing this. But it doesn't matter. It was a loss. I don't think we played bad. I, do, I don't think it was. You had a team play the greatest game they've ever played, which we re, reward that, you know. I always tell people on the golf course, when I walk off the 18th green, if I lose to them and I have to pay them a few dollars. You know, I'll pay for quality. I always, I'll pay for quality, man. I, if it took quality to beat me, I'll pay you for that, right? And that's how I felt with Fort Wayne Saturday. That was just, I'm not sure. We made a mistake at the end of the half. We opened the second half with two really bad turnovers, and then it was gone. If, if we don't make that mistake on the three-point shot and we score on the first two possessions of the second half, I think it's a completely different game. But we... That's something we have to learn. That's what, you know, they have to learn that. I can tell them and tell them and tell them, but until you experience it, you know, you learn that. So um, I've never seen a team with seven, under seven minutes to go in the game. Does Smitty show me the stat sheet? Because I don't really look at the stat sheets during games. And he goes, they're shooting 92%. I don't. 11 to 12. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I don't care. I don't care who you are. That, that's I've never seen that before, you know. You don't do that in a shoot-around. <laughs> no. For real. I mean, for real. Right. You don't do that in a shoot-around. The Greg Campy Show brought to you by Henry Ford Sports Medicine, the official team physicians for Oakland University and you. For more info, visit henryford.com backslash athlete. Camp, I, I wanted to bring this up because obviously it's relevant, and, and I think it really illustrates the start to the season, and it shows you the nature of college basketball. Golden Grizzlies right now are 62nd in the RPI rankings for for college basketball. That is high. That is really high. Yeah, it's good, Neil. It, the more important one is the net, and the first net rankings came out today, and we're at 106. If the the sad part is, is if we would have won Saturday, we'd probably be in the 40s or 30s. Right. Fort Wayne, I think, is 70 something. And they're 58th in the they're RPI. 58th. They're 58 in the Empire and 70-something in the net with their win at Oakland. That's a huge win, right? Right. Because we were low. We had a really good, good ranking. We were 43 when we played the game on Saturday. And so we dropped to what, 70? What did you say? Uh, in terms of the RPI? Yeah, we were 43 when we played the game Saturday. Uh, 62. So we dropped to 62 with a home loss, which that's not bad because it shows that you know, Fort Wayne was 7-1 and one or 8-1. and one, right. So, um, yeah, those things fluctuate a lot at this time of the year. Are they important? No. I mean... Two years ago on Christmas, we were the number one ranked RPI team in the country. And we were, it's funny, we were 42 in the net. Uh, and we played our first league game and won. We played IEPU, I think it was, and we won. And we dropped from 42 to like 70 because they were the, like last. Right. Right. So, but that year when we were 8-0 in the league, I think we were 8-0, lost a game, then won a game to go 9-1. We were, you know, in the 60s in the net. It, which was, you know, really, really good. And then we lost a couple games and we, f we fell out of it. So it's not, that was just two years ago. It's not unprecedented, but it really is kind of meaningless until the end, until you, it's like I told our team after the Xavier win, you know, that it's a hell of a win. But it's a win you put in your back pocket until such and Sunday. And if you get in, that's when that win helps you. That If, if we get in, we will not be a 16 or, 15, 16 or 15 seed because of that win over Xavier, because of a you know a close loss to Illinois, a close loss to to uh, Ohio State, and plus we've still got Michigan State and Dayton, and I, I, I won't be surprised if we win those games. You know, I, I, I'll be a little disappointed if we don't. Obviously, you know we're 0-20 against Michigan State, so it's to, getting one eventually is going to happen, but it could be this year. 
So we still have those two games to play. I, I think we can win any game on our schedule. And uh, we'll see what happens with all that RPI and that stuff. But it's really meaningless right now. Uh, Camping again, I, I don't want it to get lost in the wash. We spent a lot of time on this Purdue-Fort Wayne game but certainly monday night we were not here at rj's pub in rochester hills because we were in cincinnati beating xavier on national television so that's that's what we were up to on monday night and then as you talked about you bounced back and camp i mean that's the number you guys are 18 and 3 against detroit mercy in, in horizon league play 18 and 3 that's what it is yeah i'm pretty proud of that but in all honesty i think it's time to let that go uh, because I, I think after every one of those 18 wins, we might have lost a lot in the next game. You know, I mean, it's just, it's, somebody brought that up to me last year, and I kind of went, no way, and then I went back and looked, and it, it's, we put so much into that game that the next game, um, and then again this week, the same thing happened. Now, I, I think the whole thing to Xavier and all that had a lot more to do with it than just Detroit, but I really believe that, you know, it's great, but I think, Maybe some of that emphasis needs to be taken off that because we're 18 and three in it, right? We don't really recruit against them much anymore. The, the media's, you know, everybody, even our fans. I mean, when we first got in the league, we would take three, four thousand people to a game down there. Now we we don't. Well, we might have had 300 people there uh, Wednesday night. Now I do realize it was a Wednesday and not a weekend, but I even think our fans are, you know, not as. I mean, yeah, we want to win that game and everything, but it's not like it was when we first got in the league. Uh, I think we've moved beyond it, so I'm probably going to de-emphasize it a little bit. I, I think it's a smart move on our part because we can't continue to lose the game after it, especially the last game of the season this year because the next game after it will be the conference tournament. So we surely, you know. That's senior day, and that, that in itself will mean a, a lot anyways. Uh, Camp, I did have one kind of ask Campy for you. Just looking at the, the RPI, and again, I'm going off RPI rankings here because I have them in front of me, but Purdue Fort Wayne at 58, obviously us at 62, Youngstown at 125, Wright State at 152, Cleveland State at 161. Is the scheduling, I'm calling mandate, scheduling philosophy of the Horizon League, is, is it working a little more? What's, what's kind of your early season returns on that? Well, I think that has to be analyzed at the end of the year. Um, we do have three teams right now in the bottom 20, um, which is, you know, that's what the mandate is supposed to keep us from having because what happens in that in RPI is when you beat, uh, you know, a team that's 330 or 335, it actually hurts you um, unless you win it by 25 or 30 points. And who wins league games? Oh, IEPUI does, or Fort Wayne does, I guess, because they did it to us. But normally you don't win league games by that kind of a margin, right? So it, it, it's you don't want anybody in your league down at that level because it hurts you in in this. And again, all this does is seed you. This is, this is the reason it's important is for seeding, having a chance to win in the NSA tournament. And that's why everybody talks about it. So... It might be working because it looks like, I mean, we've got, what, seven teams or six teams and one less than 200, which is good. But we have those three teams that are still down at the bottom. And, you know, Detroit, Detroit's, you know, they're in obviously a rebuilding mode, and they've played a very difficult schedule. Their, their schedule maybe is harder than ours or equally hard to ours. And, uh, you know, they haven't gotten any wins, so that hurts you know the, the thing but the other two teams milwaukee and iupui 
I mean, it's a shock that Milwaukee's down there. When I saw that, I, I'm like, what? Because I really haven't paid that much attention because they were picked first and, or second in our league by a lot of people. And I heard that uh, B.J. Freeman, their best player, is hurt, and maybe that's got something to do with it. But they won't be down there when when the season's over. We just got to hope that Detroit figures it out and IEPOI figures it out. All right, Camp, when we come back, we'll be joined by Jack Golke here at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. And, and there's some Ask Jack uh, questions that are out there uh, as well on Twitter. We'll get to that. Even a, a former Horizon League rival uh, has sent in a question, so we'll we'll discuss that. Grant Basili has, has sent in a, an Ask Campy question. That may be a first for the show, uh, but we'll be right back. Jack Golke will join us. You're listening to the Greg Campy Show. We're live at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. You don't have to play for the Pistons to be treated by the same doctors who keep the team at their best. I can't dunk in size 18 sneakers, but I can play 18 holes. I don't box out defenders in mesh shorts, but my hip is back in the game. I'm not a piston, but I'm running on all cylinders after back surgery. I am Henry. I am Henry. Henry Ford Health, official team physicians of the Detroit Pistons. And you. Visit henryford.com slash team docs. With OU Credit Union's Visa Signature Credit Card, you'll enjoy more cash back on the things you buy most. Receive 3% cash back on groceries, 2% cash back on gas, travel, and universities, and 1% cash back on everything else. You'll also receive $100 when you spend $5,000 within the first three months of card approval. Open your Visa Signature Card today at OUCreditUnion.org and start enjoying the benefits of more